It's the Power Hour LSU podcast. Let's go. Ah, ah, ah. You know where I'm about to go with this. I'm going to need your help. Answer this right now. Will LSU be bowl eligible this year? Now, I know this is kind of scary, which is why I'm kind of doing this podcast a little bit low key, uh, not the normal high energy stuff, not as loud as I normally am. Part of that is because while I am traveling, running some errands for the fam, still staying with my auntie, she's really excited. She's a Southern grad. She's getting to go to her first ever game in Tiger Stadium. Before we get to that, um, let's talk about the other reason why I'm really low key. My voice is really tired. Cutting up all these film studies, doing all this, you know, I just feel like it's pretty cool to just take it down a notch, right? I think we all could use a little mellow Power Hour LSU episode. And just let me know if you actually like it, you know, a little bit more low key. It's a little bit different than what we do on YouTube. So, you know, on the show, we like to cover the macro, and there's so many different things that we could talk about on this pod. Brian Kelly coaching one of the worst games in his career, me totally being wrong. Um, in my last podcast episode about Brian Kelly out coaching Mike Norvell in this matchup when the exact opposite happened, even though Florida State really tried to Florida State this thing at the end, we can get into also the worst targeting penalty ever by a guy who is a senior and was named captain not going for two in the win, even if you're not an analytics person, you go for two in that spot. We were playing so bad. We were lucky to be there. We'd only move the football towards the end consistently when they started playing prevent defense. And on top of that, you don't know for sure if you're going to block the extra point uh, good enough for the extra point to not be blocked, which, as many of you know, it was. And it wasn't just the block extra point and the blocked field goal regarding special teams with Coach Polian. We were horrible on kickoff return. We also had a few other field goals almost blocked. We were just terrible in every facet of special teams. And, oh, yeah, we muffed two punts. We could talk about so many different things, right? The players that I am... I warned you, some of these players that were starting and being big parts of our team are very ordinary, probably closer to Southern level players, okay? This roster isn't that great. There are so many different things that we could touch on in this show, okay? And I know that was a lot to take in, and it was a lot of Tiger stuff, but it's just truth okay i've been told that a lot of you love the way that lsu football is perceived on this channel we are all super duper fans of this program but we also on phl like to be honest and all those things i just said was brutal honesty now there might be something that you agree or disagree with in there and that is perfectly fine but now I want to get back to the question at bay. How many games will LSU win this season? Now, before the season began, I said LSU 
was an eight and four team and I was leaning towards a seven and five type of roster nine and three best case scenario and if every break went your way ten and two okay but obviously we are closer to seven and five and even wondering if we're going to get to six and six. Now, I would like to think we're going to get to six and six. We have enough talent to get to that spot. I know we should be looking bigger than six and six, but right now we go back. Once again, I admit that I was wrong in our last episode that Brian Kelly would outcoach Mike Norvell. But the episode before was the one that I really want you to focus on. Is Florida State the biggest game on the schedule? And my reasoning as to why it was, they were, according to CFB Nate's composite computer score ranking, they were the worst Power 5 team on our schedule this year. All eight of the other Power 5 teams, all of which are SEC teams that were on our schedule, all eight of those teams were were ranked higher than Florida State. And as someone that has went back and rewatched this game multiple times now, Florida State, their defensive line's great. Obviously, they have a great quarterback. They have some other great pieces on defense. They're kind of ordinary, okay? Their safety, Jamie Robinson, is good. I think the rest of their secondary is kind of meh. Folks, this was maybe the most winnable game on our schedule when it comes to SEC play. I know Auburn's not that great, but we got to go to their building. I know Mississippi State might not be the absolute best, but they do run a high-powered, high-flying offense. You know that game is always tricky for us. And then all the other teams look to just be really good. Texas A&M's got a really stout defense. Alabama's Alabama. Arkansas has K.J. Jefferson, really good quarterback, and just an overall solid team. Tennessee is special this year. I, I don't know how you could – I know they played a nobody, but I don't know how you look at that offense and don't at least see how much talent they have. Then you have Ole Miss with Lane. And then you have, well, Florida, right? And I know a lot of our Lafayette PHLers – Felt a lot of pain when you saw Florida play and upset Utah over the weekend. That wasn't a major upset, but it was still an upset. Here's the truth. This is obviously a rebuild year. This is obviously a roster that isn't that great. This is obviously a roster with major holes on the offensive line. Now that Mason Smith is gone, I don't think we have an exceptional unit on our defense. We're just mediocre right now, and there's just no other way around it. Now, that could change. Obviously, Southern around the corner. Hopefully, it's a good tune-up game for the next one versus Mississippi State. But the bottom line right now, people, is we have to worry about being bowl-eligible this year now i think we will get bowl eligible remember even though it was a miracle for us to get back into the florida state game 
a lot of wacky things happen. I do think Brian Kelly's coaching will tighten up. And I do think LSU will be a better football team moving forward. But at the same time, it's very easy to play better than what LSU did this past Sunday night. So I know this was kind of a negative episode, but I do want to end it with a positive. And there's a lot of them. Dre Jenkins being one of them. But really, I think the biggest thing for me this weekend was just getting to be around LSU fans. I didn't really get to go anywhere in New Orleans this past weekend. I only went to Stumpy's, the venue we hosted our meet and greet, and it was a blast. There's no other way around it. I got to meet a lot of you PHLers, and I want to say thank you for spending time with me on your game day. I know there was a thousand different places to be in New Orleans. It meant a lot to me that I got to meet so many of you. Now, as we always do, we give you one final nugget at the end of the episode. At the, at the end of the episode, maybe just maybe the most important thing isn't going to be buy-in from the coaches. The coaches are still going to coach. They get paid a lot of money to do what they do. And they're going to tighten up a lot of different things that need to get tightened up. The biggest thing, though, are the players. You lose one of your best players, one of your leaders, Mason Smith. Will the other elite players on this team step up in a leadership role? Ollie Gay couldn't handle the captaincy. But I did see some fight from BJ Ojolari. I did see some fight from Mike Jones. I did see some fight from Jare Jenkins. And if Kayshawn, for some way or another, gets some kind of chemistry with Jane Daniels going, and he buys into what LSU is trying to fix here, maybe some things can turn around for the better. Hope you enjoyed this podcast episode today. I hope you give it five-star reviews. No real edits in this. Once again, traveling. Don't want to wake up the auntie. And we'll talk to you on the next episode, baby. It is Power Hour LSU, baby. And tonight, and let me know if you enjoyed the mellow PHL. Tonight we're doing some, oh, shrimp pasta, let's go.